in on like gaping buttholes or <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> I guess oh. those aren't funny it's more disappointing oh no <laughs> that's a t- no rubber gloves from the glove compartment no more glove compartment uh. for you no <laughs> not okay all right well welcome to a brand new episode of monster pod uh if you guys will recall previously you were sent to the old westerny town of los lunas new mexico to investigate the death of a man who was crushed by an armoire in a house that was locked from the inside yeah it was gross what yeah. kind of stuff did you experience uh very angry andre the giant lives in the basement uh, the basement from the conjuring. Just in case someone legitimately forgot. Well, okay, if you're listening to episodes out of order. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so Buddy tried to Yeah, I tried to knock on a door and talk to a man and uh he telekinetically threw a chair at I mean my it head, could be giving me even more splinters. Yeah, he also you also had a splinter from before in case they forgot about that part. Because yeah. it took us ten minutes to open a door. Uh <laughs> Uh, Jimmy was tasked with taking photos of things relevant to this mystery for rolling shittily. Uh, Currently, we have only taken a photo of the coroner's van with my face in it. That counts, Um, right? I guess they did not specify what kind of photos they wanted. They didn't. So, you know, toe the line. All right, so you have been chased out of uh, a house by an unseen force, and you are now speaking with the townsfolk. Uh, You had a conversation with the mayor. He seems fun. Yeah, he was a barrel of laughs. Yeah. Uh, you spoke to Bruce, who owns the gift shop and the saloon. He is very, very old. As old as time, I believe, was the statement. Yes. Um, you have spoken to Maggie at the tour office, who is the... She's related to the... The guy who went missing the in the, the 60s. In yep. the mines. Yes. yes. I would like to point out that Jimmy did not to... hit on her, even though it was thought about quite a bit. <laughs> fair enough uh and you guys are on your way to talk to chip waltrip the owner of the saloon and the head of the las lunas historical society and that's where we left off on our previous episode and unfortunately not a nascar driver don't bring it up (laughs) he's very sensitive about his name everybody please remember this uh well i mean his full name is charles waltrip but i don't think that helps (laughs) All right, so uh, when we last left you, you were on your way from the tour office to the saloon. If you refer to your maps, uh, building two is just going to be right across the way from the tour office. I guess let's get into it. Yes. All right, the Las Lunas Saloon. It's basically the saloon from Westworld. Like, there's a lot of wood. There's a lot of round tables. I'm assuming fewer ladies of the night. Uh, there is no one in there, except Just, for the man behind the bar, who is in his 50s, devastatingly handsome, like a George Clooney type. Oh, no. <laughs> he is wearing a plaid uh, flannel shirt, has a nice cowboy hat going. Oh, probably no. Probably wearing some boots. Belt buckle as big as the sky is blue. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you enter the saloon... Like I said, it's pretty standard old-timey saloon. In the corner, there's there's a corner dedicated to the history of uh, Las Lunas, set up in the corner, as I said, which is very redundant. Um, there are photos of groups of minor from the, invention of, from the time of the invention of photography to the 70s. 
Um, there are also newspaper clippings from weddings, funerals, mayoral elections, um, and one about a prized pig, Wilma, who won the New Mexico State Fair in 1959. <laughs> I say we interview that pig. That pig is dead. <laughs> oh, it's already bacon? Aww. It was some pig, but... <laughs> Um, anyway, when you enter, Chip is wiping down the bar, as bartenders in old-timey saloons are wont to do. <laughs> Thompson is going straight up to that bar and ordering a whiskey. Hold on. I need to do some historical searching. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to see if bars have whiskey? Mm, sort of. <laughs> Spoiler alert. They do. Like, I would hope. <laughs> Say, whiskey has been around since the beginning of time, which is, as you've established, how old this town is. <laughs> this isn't a historical <laughs> thing. This is more of a um, hold, please. <laughs> you trying to see if he'll serve her alcohol? I'm trying to see if it's a dry county. Oh, that would be terrible. It really only exists in, like, Kentucky. No, there are. You're a gonna kill Thomas in Mexico. Oh. Um. I mean, I would have to assume there are bars in Truth or Consequences. I mean, the name of the of the place is Truth or or and or Consequences. I feel like. Well, yeah they they named it that as part of our radio uh a radio yeah um, Truth contest. or Consequences was a game <laughs> show, wasn't it? No. What yeah. is your country? Don't I don't even think understand. About it. Then again, <laughs> we then don't again. I mean, play New Mexico. If that isn't the most American thing you've ever heard. I mean, there is a, there is a town in Newfoundland called Dildo, so I really can't talk that much. What? What? Yep. Excuse yeah, me? It's a legitimate place. Dildo. Dildo, Newfoundland. Do they have a giant dildo factory? They do not. We also have Conception Bay. Well <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a dry county. Um, also, there's a Peralta, New Mexico. And also, there's a Las Lunas, <laughs> New Mexico, which I didn't know about, but... That's probably where Buddy thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, uh, Thomason goes up, orders a whiskey. Um, Chip is very happy to see them. Hi, Chip. Man, it's been a long time since I've had customers in here. It's been a long time since I've had a well, drink. That seems like a lie. Well, he pours you what looks to be a step above well-grade whiskey, uh, which is probably all they have. And he slides it down and he's like, here you go, little lady. <laughs> I don't like Chip anymore. Uh, roll for double standard, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says it in that charming way. Um, I will also take one of those. Uh, all right. He pours another glass of whiskey, slides it down the bar to you. And I'll take one with sarsaparilla, please. <laughs> he pours you a root beer. <laughs> So I are, love are you guys... so much I want to die. <laughs> are you guys the, the government spooks they sent out here that I've been hearing so much about? Well, is it that obvious? Well, <laughs> we don't get folks like you around here that often. Dudes actually, in loaded cargo pants wearing a very cheap blazer? Actually, you look mostly like the tourists we get in here. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm just missing the camera around my neck. Wait, fuck, I have a camera around my neck. That's literally my whole thing. <laughs> Do you find it hard to find Birkenstocks in your size, sir? <laughs> uh, not when you buy them online. Uh, some nice socks. Yeah. They got cool stripes on them. Make me go faster. Well, if you guys are here with the government, I suppose I'm supposed to answer questions you have. 
I'm not really a fan of the government, but I mean, I guess we are with them. Technically, we are with them. There's a lot to unpack there, young man. Against our will. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. Feel like we're not supposed to talk about it. So, Chip, you are Chip, right? (laughs) That's what they call me. Says here on my belt buckle. Oh my god, you have your name (laughs) on your belt buckle. You're my new favorite person. Sorry, buddy. Um... Is that so you don't accidentally put somebody else's pants on? I just like people knowing my name. By staring at your dick? (laughs) So you'll have questions? I think that's my only question. (laughs) You try to do some nice character development. (laughs) But then you invited me along. That was your mistake. (laughs) It's cool you were an affirmative action hire. (laughs) Brought him up from the penis gallery to the... Yeah, white men do need more jobs these days. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Had to make room for the white man. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> all right. Are we supposed to ask him questions we or are. something? So, uh, I mean, you can you can do whatever you want with Chip. Um, oh, really? I feel like we are the wrong group of people to say that to. <laughs> and you know that, Emily. Um. So, uh, Chip, we uh, we hear that you're sort of a guru about the town. Uh, wondering if you could tell us anything about the uh, the old Jeffords place. Uh. Well. You've talked to Maggie, right? Well, of course you talked to Maggie. She's the one who told me you were coming to see me. She's quick. We walked from her place over to here. We have cell phones. <laughs> You're also Do you a stone service throw out away. here? Little bit. Enough. Uh, so, yeah, the Jeffords place. Uh, it was built back when the town was uh, formed. Uh, Jeffords family lived there for, I don't know, most of its history. And uh, in 1965, Fred Jeffords just kind of vanished into the mines and no one saw him since. But, I mean, that cool. happens a lot with miners. Like, there's cave-ins. There's a lot of stuff that you can't, fa- like, you can't plan for. Do you know if Fred Jeffords was up to anything besides working in the mines? Oh, no. He was, from what I hear, I was not around when he was alive. But from what I hear, he was great man. Great man who possibly kept demons in his basement? I mean, I, I don't. That's not really recorded history. It's recorded on my goddamn head. Um, what about the land the house is on? Are there any stories about that? Not really. I mean, this land has belonged to so many people before we built a town on it. So no Native American burial grounds or... Not an active burial ground, No. <laughs> I mean, people are buried all over the place. Can't dig around here without finding some kind of bone. I mean, you would think that you wouldn't build a town on top of it, but, you know, that's a choice. I mean, it is close enough to the mines where it might be on top of some of the older tunnels, but... What exactly was mined here? Oh, turquoise, gold, oil. Uh, It was mostly coal, though. Hey, uh, Chip, any chance that there are records of where old tunnels might be in the town? I mean, you can just have Maggie go give you a tour of everything that's accessible. True. That's her job. True. So, yeah, if you need mine-related stuff, Maybe. Maggie can give tours. Uh, I want to ask him if he knows of any, like, rumors around town or anything like that. Or, like, ghost stories, like, anything peculiar. Ask the man in character. 
You ever heard of any like uh, weird rumors or like any odd stories that have been going around town any of the time that you've been here? Well, I mean, it depends on what you mean. No, anything kind of like spooky related. I mean, people heard weird sounds from the Jeffords house for a while, but it's been quiet for quite some time now. What sorts of what weird kind sounds? Of... Yeah. A lot of wailings, high-pitched screeching, I think is how it was described. I haven't heard anything myself. Kind of but... like somebody washing a car? No. It's like a little ee ee No. <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> Have y'all been out there? Yeah, that's where I got this head wound from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of just avoided it. It was an abandoned house. So there was really no reason to go out there, and they took anything of historical significance out after Fred Jeffords' family moved. Have you ever been there? Uh, we... No, I've never been out there in the house. It's been boarded up and locked up. Is that stuff that was taken out of the house uh, like available anywhere? Well, I have some of it here in the town in the, the newspaper clippings. In the corner. Um, a lot of it was just, like, journals and stuff that were falling apart from, like, the town's founders. Uh, those were all those from the around? Jeffords house? Yeah, because it was the mayor's house for a while. Yeah, any chance we could get a look at those journals? I don't really have them anymore. They were falling apart. Oh. I have some newspapers from... The, the farthest back we could get stuff that wasn't horribly damaged was, uh, you know, about 50, 60 years ago. So right around the time that Jeffords would have gone missing? I guess, yeah. We should probably take a look at those. Yeah. Uh, Thomason's going to pick up her glass of whiskey and mosey on over to that corner. Okay. Um, the newspaper clippings, like I said, there are pictures of miners, happy miners, like taken for a newspaper. There's stories about new tunnels that had been opened up. There's one about a cave-in that happened uh, about 1965. Is that before or after Jeffords went missing? Uh, 65 is when Jeffords disappeared. He disappeared in a cave-in, so we should probably read that. See if we can find any information in it. Yep. All right, what you find reading that is just news of what sounds like a pretty routine cave-in from unstable tunnels that have blocked off two of the lesser-used tunnels of the mine. There was only one casualty that they have on record, and that was Fred Jeffords. Okay. Interesting. No new information from that. But definitely confirms everything if he disappeared in a collapse in the mine. I guess to the mines? Um, is there anything special about the, the article about the two tunnels that were open, like the new tunnels? No, they just broke on new tunnels where there were new deposits of um, coal and, and whatnot. Okay. Are there any stories about the Jeffords' disappearance or anything... Besides no. the tunnels? Uh, okay. There's nothing on display. That's not really something that they would want to Advertise? Doesn't really scream tourism. Please look at our minds. <laughs> I mean, it does for us. Dead miners? What about, are there any articles older than that? No, I think he said that those were the not earliest really. ones they could say. It's mostly okay. just the, the photographs. There's one oh, from right, 1959 right. about the prize winning pig. <laughs> Very <laughs> important. Are there any clues in that article? No, it's just a really big pig named Wilma. Is there any hint in the article as to how delicious that bacon was? Pig was alive at the time the article was published. I look for a little. Is there, article. is there a picture of Wilma? Yeah, it's some pig. Oh. <laughs> Buddy pockets the picture. 
It's behind glass, you little thief. <laughs> he pockets a glass <laughs> picture? Take a picture with your phone, Jesus. <laughs> phone, any of the assortment of cameras I have. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You noticed in the gift shop on that rack of postcards, there was a postcard that was the picture of Wilma the pig. <laughs> Flip the man a quarter oh. and take the postcard. Not in the right spot. I'm just giving you a memory. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We can I've go back and get postcards anyways. later. I mean, you guys might want to settle your bar tab before you go running off to the mines, but... <laughs> Fair. We do that. All right. You have a company card. It's fine. <laughs> the uh. take card here? Before they leave, Thomason's going to take just another shot just for the road. Well, have fun before with they- your... $25 bar tab. <laughs> yep. Damn. Company card. Yep. <laughs> I don't know, 25 for four whiskeys? Oh, yeah. In a town like that? Yeah. yeah. Fair. All right, you guys heading where? Uh, Back to Maggie, I guess. Uh, Back to yeah, yeah, Maggie, say, get let's... a tour of the mines. All right. Uh, Maggie's still at her desk. She's like, oh, did you change your mind about that tour? Uh, we I did, guess so, yeah. actually. All right, everybody grab a hard hat. We do that. I grab a hard hat. You are now wearing hard hat, and you have one armor for anything directed at your head. Ooh. Um. All right. So she puts on a hard hat herself, as well as a bright orange safety vest that she also hands one to each of you guys. This isn't really my color. Doesn't <laughs> matter. It's a safety issue, ma'am. Great. And she leads you out to a, uh, what are those called? A gator? Oh, yeah, like a little yeah. four-wheeler. Yeah, like a little four-wheeler. A really nice golf cart. Really nice golf cart. She loads <laughs> you up into that and drives you out to location number six. <laughs> Seems like a walkable distance, but I'll take the ride. It's not. <laughs> uh, plus, you're going to be doing a lot of walking when you get in those mines. Or skateboarding. Please don't skateboard in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys head out to the mines. Um, the mines are older than the city, technically. Um, they were mostly used for mining coal with the occasional gold and turquoise deposits, as you have found out. Um, there's also informational placards everywhere. Um, ba, 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 ba. Out front, the rickety remains of the tipple, which is a structure used at the mine to load the product uh, for transport, um, is the tipple still standing. Um and the mine offices are there, and they've been converted into kind of what you can tell is uh, like a little museum um, with reconstructions of how they would have looked in the 1800s. There are old railroad tracks nearby, but they have been disused for decades. And pretty much all you can see on either side is desert, um, except for in the distance about a mile away is the Jeffords house. Huh. Cool. Uh, Maggie parks the gator and says, well, you guys can look around at the old offices if you want or we can head right into the mines and get to it let's get to it let's go underground all right she passes out uh some little led flashlights uh just in case she gets separated while she has a large lantern that puts off a lot of light you guys head into the entrance of the mines um where there's kind of the beginning of the track laid for mine carts pretty standard mine entrance if you guys would like some photo reference i guess Yes. Okay. Ooh. Nice and spooky. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a mine. 
If there oh, yeah. is a door to go through, I am absolutely pulling my skateboard as a shield out <laughs> as I go through said door because I do not have a good history with doors in this town. <laughs> All right. So once you get into the main stretch of the mines, it's cramped. It's a little bit dark. There are electric lanterns along the walls. Um, and then you can see like on some of the offshoot tunnels, there are old mining tools on display. Um, a handful of well-worn and lit tunnels branch off, most of which end in cavens or sealed doorways as you like pass by and look down them. Uh, there are informational plaques on the walls that lead down the main stretch that you can tell describe big events in the mine. Uh, do any of those talk about the cave-in that killed Fred Jeffords? Uh, there is one that lists the uh, 1960s. Uh, once again, a cave-in and a lack of new deposits begin to kill off the mining industry in the area and it's the very last plaque in the series on the wall uh is that plaque like near like the tunnel that that happened in or can we get to said tunnel where cave-in happened you can ask your tour guide hey maggie uh any chance one of these tunnels leads to the uh the cave-in in the the mid-60s i mean we'll have to go deeper in the mine if you guys are okay with that it's a little less safe we don't usually take tourists down there that's fine i mean i got my skateboard i'm fine I don't know what that means, but if everyone's okay with it, we can head down there. I think I've been outvoted, so yes. All right, she leads you down pretty much straight um, until you reach a large wooden door that has a padlock on the front. Absolutely pulling that skateboard up as protection. <laughs> Maggie pulls a key out of her pocket and unlocks it. I wince. Uh, the door opens onto complete darkness. There are no more electric lanterns lighting the sides of this. You are venturing out of the tourist zone of these mines. Neat. Uh, it looks like the rest of the mine, only darker. No lanterns, less structure. Um, and yeah, there are immediately after the locked door, there are six doorways uh, down spanning about a quarter of a mile to half a mile. Um, and they have just like standard wooden doorways. There's nothing nothing blocking them or anything still very cautiously go through every doorway what do you guys want to do uh keep going till we can find the cave and like kind of well if we notice anything on the way okay just like yeah can we do a role to like investigate a mystery or anything like that is that proper uh, you want to do that? that from like the the main stretch of tunnel mm -hmm. here or do you guys want to go straight to the one where the cave in was uh let's go to the one where the cave in was first yeah but i'd like to be at least like passively checking for like Oh, similar sounds to what we've heard or like smells like we smelled like sulfur when shit was getting weird. Yeah. Like any of that sort of stuff just want to be paying attention to. Yeah, I mean, you can roll to investigate a mystery. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, 11. Okay, you get two holds. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I guess I'll hold okay. them. <laughs> uh, yeah, she leads you down um, about quarter mile, maybe longer. It's kind of hard to tell when you're in blackness with just your flashlights uh you don't really hear anything other than the crunching of gravel underneath your shoes uh she reaches the last two uh tunnels at the end of that uh that end of that main stretch and um it's like this is where the the cave happened these two were completely blocked off at the end so uh i guess i'd like to spend a hold to what is being concealed here um when you look down one of them you just see a big pile of rocks yeah, uh, there's a big-ass pile of rocks at the end of each, um, but you can kind of hear rocks shifting at the end of the one at the the very, very end. Okay, I'll go to the one at the very, very end. 
Uh, skateboard up. You can't skateboard. It's gravel. No, like not like riding oh. it, but like <laughs> it, it's a shield and a skateboard. It's it's in shield position. All right. Your flashlight is out, I assume. So it's. I mean, if I needed to see, then absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yes, it's it's black. Otherwise, <laughs> okay. Uh, so Buddy is gonna go down that very last tunnel where there's uh, the sound of rocks shifting at the end of it. You kind of get that sulfury smell again, and um, you hear something squawk loudly and uh something hits your shield hey guys shit's weird over here come over uh <laughs> jimmy goes over yeah they the, uh, hit by a chicken yeah they're gonna go <laughs> you guys are going to go inspect yep. it oh well, okay yeah. as you guys are um approaching the tunnel that buddy is in starts to fill with the sound of flapping wings there are more things bouncing off your shield until you notice i'm gonna say about 10 pairs of tiny, beady, glowing red eyes are staring at you from all corners of the room. Uh, I'm going to use my second hold, and uh, what sort of creature is it? <laughs> they are canaries with glowing red eyes. What? Uh, oh. This doesn't Ooh. seem like a normal cave canary sort of situation. Yeah, and actually one of the canaries closest to you is going to dive bomb and uh, try to try to peck you. Would you like to counteract this? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna kind of like hunch over and just roll I'll act under pressure, roll please. Roll my shield up, try to get my shield and my hard hat taking the blunt of everything. Uh, ooh, uh, 11. Yeah, okay, so that uh, bird definitely bounces off your shield. Um, but the problem is they're all getting ready to attack you. You guys are in a fight. Why with Proceed. birds? Why? Um,. Uh, I don't want to fight little birds. Well, it's too bad. There is a swarm of yellow, red, and black squawking talons getting ready to claw at you. These are some weird-ass birds. <laughs> I don't think they're normal no, birds. I don't think so. Thomason, since you guys are taking forever to figure out what you want to do, a bird uh, dive bombs towards your face. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay. Time to kick some ass. She just, right. like... Um, I'm going to use magic to kick some ass, which we call the big whammy. Um, oh, it's been so long since I fought things. I think she's just going to kind of force push them backwards against the wall. Like the one that flew at her just kind of all right, basically uh, we'll... like throw that thing to the ground. Okay. Uh, uh it's a yeah. 10 plus two, 12. Yeah, that definitely does the thing that you oh, need yeah. it to do. Um, and I believe since you're using magic, you get to pick an extra effect. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, now, do I get an extra effect under use magic or kick some ass? No, I guess you were kicking some ass with that. So, yeah. So you do it. Um, you can gain the advantage and take plus one forward or give plus one forward. You can inflict terrible harming uh, up your oh, arm okay. by one. You can suffer less harm. Um, or you um, can... I'm going to give one forward to whoever gets attacked next. All right. So you manage to blast the bird back, but not before it uh, manages to scratch your cheek pretty deeply. So take one harm on that, but that bird is also going to take two harm. I was given a, but like a sword, like a telescoping sword disguised as a police baton, mm-hmm. but I don't have any information about like what mm-hmm. kind of harm it does. I'm assuming like regular sword. Uh, it does the sword. same as your other sword. Okay, but like if I don't telescope yep. it and I just keep it as a police baton... Um, that's going to do one harm, and it's going to be uh, close okay. range. I think this is probably pretty close range. 
So Jimmy's going to whip that out and go and try and swat at one of the closest birds. All right. I'm going to have you roll kick some ass. Please keep in mind as you're doing this that you're literally being swarmed. We're just kind of in bullet time right now, so you guys can actually get moves in. Can we roughly guesstimate how many birds are attacking us? It's about six or seven. Six or seven? Okay. That's a nine? Yeah, that's gonna... Oh, you got a plus one from me. Yeah, so that's a ten. Uh, So yeah, you also get to pick one extra effect. Let's inflict terrible harm on that thing, because I'm only getting one harm with this specific. So it'll be two harm instead of one. Yeah, um, okay, so the bird flies back into the rocks and just kind of explodes in a puff of black smoke that smells like soot. Black smoke that smells like soot. Okay. All right. Definitely going to have uh, set up my camera, just like set it down on a rock recording all of this little business that's going on. Then uh, pull up my shield and uh, try to skier one with my multi-tool. All right, uh, roll me kick some ass with that. Yeah, I get a whole plus zero, so let's see how poorly I do. I rolled double sixes. That's amazing. Yeah, so so through some miracle of the Lord Jesus, (laughs) you managed to hit one of these birds with the knife in your multi-tool. You slash it, and it once again explodes, but not before it manages to dig a a claw into your hand, so you take one harm for that. Uh, Even through the minus one shield, or does my shield absorb that one? Not if you're swiping at it with a bird and a multi-tool. Yeah, head shield in one hand. Yeah. It's still so close to your hand. Okay. All right, so you are down three birds. You have three to go. Uh, Thomason, one of the birds is going to try to, like, grab your hair and pull you away. It's a very strong bird. What? How big are these birds? They're canary-sized, but they're also demons. (laughs) (laughs) Not cool. I don't like this. Uh, So, so Thomason, you... Yeah, you currently have a canary with its claws in your hair trying to pull you upward. Honestly, I don't think she's even going to use magic for this one. I think she's just going to grab it and, like, throw it at the wall. (laughs) All right, roll kick some ass. (laughs) Oh, this is great. I have a negative one down. Oh, and it's a three. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) All right, you reach up for it, and it just lays the fuck into your hand. So take two harm from Talon and Mm. Beak. And That's it's still in your great. hair. You you didn't really do much. Uh, Jimmy, there is going to be one that is dive bombing you, claws out, kind of like it's an eagle swooping at it, just like, um, I'm going to like very suavely like telescope the baton into a sword and swat at it with the sword. All right, roll kick some ass. That is a 10. Yeah, you do that. Choose one extra effect. Um, let's give plus one to the next person. All right, so you managed to swat the bird. It lays some harm on you, so go ahead and take take that. All right, so Thomason's got a bird in its hair. Jimmy just flung one against the wall. It explodes. There are two birds left, the one that's attacking Thomason and one that is getting ready to just take a big old bite out of Buddy. Uh, I think I'm going to just orient my shield to the one that's uh, aiming towards me, but then go and stab at the one that's uh, flying in the hair. You're going to stab at someone's head? I mean, maybe I should bap it away first. <laughs> Just try to, like, smack it to the ground and stab it on the ground. Uh, Rolls kick some ass for that move. Yeah! Yeah! That's a ten. All right. Uh, You managed to swat it away from Thomason and stab it with a multi-tool. I'm going to say, if you don't mind, that you stab it into the wall. So you have bird skewered to wall with (laughs) multi-tool. Okay. 
um, you get to pick one extra effect. Uh, I'm going to give a plus one to Thomason. All right. So Thanks. this bird that you have stabbed uh, explodes into dust. You now have a hand covered in black dust. So there's one bird left. It's still trying to yank Thomason's hair out of her head. That's one that I smacked away. Oh, I shit. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. So there's one left that I'm going to say is just repeatedly attacking Buddy's shield. Yeah. Uh, Thomason is going to take that bird with her magic and uh, fling it against the wall repeatedly because she can't do it to the one that just attacked her. <laughs> all right, so roll use magic all her on that one. On this poor little bird. Uh, yeah, roll you. Uh, it's a 10 plus 2 for weird, so it's a 12. Yeah, uh, you definitely do that. Um, and I'm going to say on the second smack, that bird just blows up. Good. Fuck these uh, birds. You have <laughs> defeated my demon canary puzzle. <laughs> However, you notice that there is a faint... A uh, red glow coming from behind the rocks at the end of the tunnel. Uh, before we go investigate that, I want to try to scoop up the remains of one of these birds. They kind of buffy vampired. They're just a pile of soot. Yeah, I'll put one of those into a sandwich bag that I've got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got a, a monster researcher, so I might as well bring something back. Um, Yeah. And I, I very carefully label it with a Sharpie. And by carefully, I mean very largely. Say, so just don't eat on there. And I stuff it back into the pocket with the rest of my food. <laughs> um, I'm going to suggest that we retreat because A, Thomason is like one harm away from being unstable. And B, like we have no idea what the fuck we're dealing with. And we should probably figure that out before we try and go kill it. I definitely want to try to check this thing out, but I've also got it on... Uh, camera, so I can review the footage later. All right, are you guys heading out of the mine? At least just to get Thomas. I'd like to investigate the red glow as we're heading out. You're Some investigating basic first aid would be. You're great. investigating the, <laughs> the red glow. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll investigate a mystery, please. Fuck yeah, I'm rolling real well today. Eleven. All right, I believe that is hold two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All right. Uh, first, what is being concealed here? Uh, you can hear sounds that sound mechanical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a very low moaning. Uh, so you have one more hold on investigating yeah. the glow. Um, if I do what happened here, am I going to get anything more than just a rock fall? Or should I do what sort of creature is it? Like, I don't know what I can tell from the that's red glow. Your, that's your call. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to try to discern what sort of creature it is. Because I'm assuming it's something that's making the groans and mechanical noises. Yeah, it definitely doesn't sound human. Okay. And it's like under the red glows coming from like beneath this big pile of yeah, rock. it's kind of coming through the the cracks in the rock like the like an impassable way to get through. Yeah, sort of. Like you could technically get through if you could move the rocks. Oh yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, should we head back up, process what we've got, and come up with a? I'll see if anybody knows anything about this. Sure. Or just try to move rocks and head into a possible demon situation. Well, and, and Thomason is hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I say, I, I need just a little bit of first aid, or it's not going to end well for anybody. Right. Okay, uh, you guys are going to start uh, hitting. And yeah, and also, like, can't Jimmy do something with, like, his sect? Yes, yeah. He's can. To research, yeah. yeah he can call home for help, but okay. probably not for um, mine. <laughs> No, no, I'm <laughs> guessing we don't have reception down here. 
No, but as you guys are leaving the mine, uh, you can see something moving in the tunnel immediately next to the one that you just emerged from, one other that was involved in the cave-in. Oh. You hear oh, so rustling, and you can see something moving. Uh, I shine my light at it. It is a man in his late 20s, bearded and wearing an old-timey miner's outfit, gray jumpsuit, hat with a light pickaxe. His face is covered in soot, and he does not look happy to see you. What? Uh, hello, sir. Uh, what are you doing uh, down here? He growls. Of course he does. Uh, oh, I don't like this. Um, Shoot him in the face and run away? You don't have a gun. I don't have I a do, gun. But <laughs> <laughs> um, him. Is Maggie still with us? Jimmy. Yes. Hey, Maggie. She is terrified Jimmy, and not saying anything. This has broken of Maggie. I look at Maggie yeah. and tell her to run. Yeah, she does that. Uh, Maggie's out. Um... Jimmy, take I I take out my uh, my gun and shoot like a warning shot at his feet. Um, there's a puff of smoke, but he doesn't move. Like a puff of smoke, like from it hitting the ground, but he doesn't move. He just looks down at it, looks back up you up at you, and branches the pickaxe in his hand. God damn it! Okay, uh, Thomason is going to pick him up with her mind powers and throw him against the wall to knock him out. I'm gonna need you to roll use magic. Oh, roll what? Use magic. Okay. Uh, the nine? That was a nine on use magic. Um, yeah, but pick a glitch. It has a problematic side effect? Or no, probably the effect is weakened. Yeah, you I don't know if kind of, any of those else work. Yeah, so you he kind of is lifted an inch off the ground and is thrown backwards, except he goes through the rocks instead of against them. Oh. Hmm. What? Like Kool-Aid man style? Or like ghost style? <laughs> like ghost style. He fades through the rocks. Great. Oh. Um, what? He steps forward out back through the rocks. He raises his pickaxe and he hurls it at you towards Thomason. I yell the name <sighs> Fred Jeffords to see if he responds. He does look up at you. But the pickaxe, which has already been thrown, uh, flies towards you and it embeds itself in the wall right by Thomason's head. Okay. Not cool. Um, can I can I grab for the pickaxe? You can try, but you're not going to succeed. Your hand goes right through it. Cool. Um, so, think we're dealing with a ghost? Yeah. You think just just like a hunch, just a hunch that we're dealing with a ghost, um, but unless you've got any sort of like magic whammy that can deal with a ghost, um, look, I didn't even know my powers could work on a ghost. Yeah, as you this were attempting to figure out what to do, a me. rock from the stack behind Fred flies up and aims itself at Jimmy. Of course it does. You are going to take one harm as that. Hits you in the chest. Cool. Think it's time to leave. Uh, yeah, let's, let's Yes, can let's we boogie. retreat, please? Run uh, away. You hear Fred yelling as you run away, and you feel pebbles smacking you in the back of the head as you make your exit from the mine. Luckily, we got hard hats on. Can we hear what he's yelling, or is he just like incomprehensible? It's a soundless yell. Well, not a soundless oh. yell. It's a it's a wordless <laughs> okay, yell. That makes more sense. Yeah, he's okay. v- he's very upset. Right. Yes. Well, I would be too if I was a ghost in a mine. All right, you guys are now 
in the lit part of the mine where Maggie is waiting. Uh, she is she's very upset. She seems to be having trouble talking. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's get her out of here, and I need to get to a place where I can make a phone call. All right. I um, need a hospital. Those birds <laughs> fucked me up. All right, so... Um, so head back to the room where boss lady is at, make phone calls, try to make sense of the situation. Yeah, and also we can do some first yeah. aid on Thomason. Cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. All right, so you guys head back to your uh, place over the gift shop. You debrief Bree on what has happened. Mm-hmm. I give her my do not eat bag. All right. She says that she will send that in to Vanessa for processing, but it might take about a day. Um, I'm also going to say it's kind of getting a little late. You guys have been out doing shit for most of the day. Yes. So, so back up to the gift shop rooms. Yep. All right. Uh, Definitely going to hit the saloon before I go to bed. All I right. need a whiskey. That was Thomason. Those birds. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you guys get ready to kind of settle in for the night. Um, the rooms in the saloon, which, not the saloon, the gift shop, which is a former hotel, have been kind of set up for you guys to stay in there for the night. Uh, Bree is going to send that package in for processing. Jimmy, you are making a call to your sect. Do you want to handle that now or when we come back? Um, whatever's easier. It might be a good way to start the next episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, good night, hunters. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> um, that's where we're going to end our <laughs> um... episode. I can say I not did not enjoy, enjoy not being attacked by birds for. and ghosts. <laughs> Fucking birds. Yeah, so you guys are kind of deep into it. Um, hopefully, you guys are kind of forming. Do we have any, like, theories, ideas? Um, definitely think that good old Fred is haunting tunnels, and I have a feeling the tunnels somehow lead back to the to the house. Yeah, so there's something in them, their tunnels. Yeah, those mechanical sounds make it seem like it's more than just a regular old ghost situation, though. True. Something's fucked up. Well, if it wasn't, then we wouldn't be here. It's mine. (laughs) I think now would be a good time to reveal to you guys what the title of this mystery is. Um, Obviously, people who are listening will have known it from episode one, but the title of this mystery is, in fact, episode one, Minor in Possession. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) Uh, I've been sitting on that for like three weeks, so. (laughs) Oh, Emily. All right, let's take care of our end bits and get out of here. Oh, yeah, the usual stuff. So, hey, if you like us, you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. We are at MonsterPodRPG for both of them. And you can find us on the interwebs at MonsterPod.Pizza. And thank you to our artist, Lisa, for our cover art. You can find her at lisaspiller.com. And thank you to Gumbel for our theme song. Uh, Also remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And I guess until next time, dream of demon canaries and angry miners. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Goodbye.